Good afternoon, Hondo, with the hot sports takes and reviews here today to catch y'all up for the playoffs. Later on this week, I give my tape on the upcoming NFL draft. And y'all stick around and win some money if you a sports fan. I'm the dog. Okay, so I'm gonna only catch y'all catch y'all up with the with the teams that are already on the verge to go to the second round, like 76ers, of course the Warriors, and you know the the Nola boys, man. Pelicans. I'm trying to tell people about them Pelicans, man. Um Y'all can throw the Rockets and Wolves in there, too. I know uh, it can be debatable. They can. They can come back. But at this point right now, yeah, we can get into that later, though. But let's go with the 76ers right quick. See, first game, they got everybody hyped. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. They played great. Ben Simmons, first game, you know, he does him. He going to get that triple-double. You know what I'm saying? He's going to prove why he's the rookie of the year. But we're going to get into it later on that. Second game, they lose. D-Wade. D-Wade, man. A lot, of, a lot of people keep mistaking for D-Wade. You know, he's just old. He's raggedy. He's not usable anymore. They, they only won one game throughout this whole series because of my man Flash. You know what I'm saying? He set the tone for the rest of the team, and everybody just balled out that game. You know, Drogic, James Johnson, and Wayne Ellington. You know, he he's going to always get, you know, they're going to put pressure on him to score the major threes for them. You know what I'm saying? He's a great three-point shooter. He broke a couple of records this season with that. You know, you got to give him his props. But... With Embiid, it's going to be a whole different game for them. Joel is back, and I think I'm going to go ahead and call this series a one and done for them. You know what I'm saying? They they won one, and they done. You know what I'm saying? So, the next series for 7-6ers is going to be a tough one for whoever gets there. Um, it's still a young team that still want to – they still driving for that successful championship. And I, I can't take that. You can't take that away from them. You know what I'm saying? So, it's going to be a tough road for them. I wish them good luck. They play the first round with extensity. That you cannot you, you cannot take all for them. You, you, they, they play great with them. Against a, a veteran team. This is a veteran team. They've been in the playoffs before. And they outplayed them. You know what I'm saying? So, um, let's get next to the... The Golden State Warriors and the Spurs. First, I'd like to, you know, send my, my condolences and my sympathy to Greg Popovich. And his, he lost his wife the last week. You know, that's sad. You know what I'm, saying? I'm, a, I'm, I'm a huge Popovich fan. You know what I'm saying? I always, you know, it's, it's, a, it's always more than a sport with me. You know, these, these are real players. These, these are human beings at the end of the day. After they play their game, they go home. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, it's more than a sport with me. These these guys really, uh, they entertain us, but they still have a voice, and they still have lives that we need to, you know, 
not just taken advantage of just because they go out and bowl for TV, for our entertainment. But um, there's been a, a, you know, a bad season for him, you know what I'm saying? With his wife, she was battling cancer. And, uh, and with this, this organization, with all this Kawhi Leonard stuff, um, it's probably not, you know, he's probably not caring about that. Um, they people say he throw shade at him in the post conference with Kawhi and I don't he don't want to come back and play in the postseason. It, it was just too much for Spurs and all that on his mind. So um, yeah, that's it's, it's pretty hard for him. You know, Spurs they they went out there and won one for him. You know what I'm saying? But right now the Spurs is done. I can't say that. What I expect from this series, uh, I knew. Spurs was going to win the game because, you know, Spurs cannot just go to the playoffs, can't win no games. I don't see them doing that. You know what I'm saying? But the Warriors, they still a high-power team. They still a high-caliber team that you still have to make a game plan for and be ready because even though they don't have Curry, they still dominate they still going to put up numbers because you still have three of all-stars. One is MVP and the other two are, you know, they they, they names are top in the history of NBA sports. You know what I'm saying? They, they on the top. This name, you know that. These are these are three Hall of Famers, feature Hall of Famers, against an old team with no type of stars, these are just pick and roll spot up shooters. You know what I'm saying that's easy to defend if you the Warriors. So it was going to be a very easy, tough series. Yeah, you, know, you know their defense, their main defense was stopping, of course, Lamarcus Aldridge, because that's the only player, the only that's the only player that they. That the Spurs gonna trust giving them points to lead other players. But you can also have Mono scoring too. That's that's not gonna get it. So um Spurs been a, it's been a tough season for them. Before they got in the playoffs, it's been a tough season for them. I I didn't say they was gonna get swept, but I knew they was gonna lose bad. And they they only won one game, they probably won another one, but I think Warriors have this one, of course, going to the second round, and they and they they can go up against the Pelicans, which I'm getting to right quick. The Blazers and Pelicans game was it was it, the series was fun. It was fun to see, man. If you were a Blazers fan, of course, it wasn't, but I expected this. If you were a Blazers fan, you should have too. If you if if you knew. But this Pelican team is capable of. Pelicans at the middle of the end, like in the middle half of the season, they improved. They they have improved. You know, began the season where Boogie was there. They was already in the top five. They was already in the top five of the conference. So they was ready. They was ready for the playoffs. People question when Boogie got hurt. How well are they still going to be in the playoff spots? 
And people, for, you know, people forgot that AD was still there. He went on MVP mode. He he put up 30-plus points almost every game, giving you almost 15 rebounds with, with over three blocks and steals. You know what I'm saying? He, he's up for the one defense player of the year. You know what I'm saying? He should be leading category for um, for MVP. <laughs> I'm just saying just because, you know, he's he doing everything for him right now. You know what I'm saying? And he does have help. He does have help. You know, Drew Holiday, he's going to he, he gonna give you buckets as well, especially Drew Holiday. And people forget about how good Nikola Miritich is, man. My man, my man Miritich, when he got there, I already knew it was going to be a done deal for him. They was going to play great. When he comes off the bench, he might give you 15 plus. You know what I'm saying? But they started him. Which was a small move. I they they I hope they shouldn't have been did that. Um, and yeah, that's history from there. He put up over 20 points almost every game throughout this series. Um, if I'm not mistaken, and that, the Pelicans, man, they this this is a team that's going to be around a long time. You know how how long Rondo can stay. My man Rondo, he, he put up, he he been putting up numbers. You can't, he he set the tone for offense for them and on the defensive side because Dame, no, Dame, I don't think Dame even had over twenty five points this series, man. That's how bad it was for them. CJ was the only player that can give them points. Last game he put up thirty eight points for them, <laughs> and they still lost. So this Trailblazers team, man, they they're still developing. They still need to find that that small four. And I think without Hawkless, with or without Hawkless, they still wasn't gonna do anything to begin the um, the series. Obviously, can't do nothing. He had came back. But yeah, man, this this Blazer team. I heard they I heard news that. They want to do a trade with Kawhi and Damian Lillard, and man, it's it's, it's going to be more talk about that later on. I'm gonna give you more update with that with the Blazers, but the Pelicans, man, the defense is the defense is, is really having proven. This is, I love the defense for this team. You already have Anthony Davis. You know what I'm saying? That's one right there. That's one defensive stopper for you. That can set the tone for defense for everybody. And then you also have Drew Holiday. You know what I'm saying? He's underrated on defense. He has improved. He he has improved his defense. You know what I'm saying? He has improved. I'm not saying he's underrated. He's improved it. You know what I'm saying? You got to give him that. You know, Antoine Moore, he's going to give you He's going to shoot them threes. You need him. He's, he's a great spot-up shooter, man. Pick and roll. He can do everything. You know what I'm saying? So, this team right here is developing. And I hope they give everything. Of course, they're going to give everything they have, but you know what I'm saying? But I hope they locked in. Because when they play the Warriors, man, it's, it's going to be a different game. Because if Steph Curry come back, oh, man. Nola gonna be they gonna be out of it. They gonna be out of it. But I'm gonna catch up on y'all with the news of Steph Curry coming back and all that. So let's get into these 
to the rest of the, the playoff teams that could end up going to Game 7 or not, especially with these Rockets and Wolves. I know last night was just... Man, listen. CP3 and Hard have both been impacting this team, both sides of the floor throughout the whole series. You know what I'm saying? Tim Wolves, head coach, couldn't have found ways to stop this. They couldn't find ways to stop the supporting cast. Now, always find a shot. The chemistry they have is still poised. It's, po- it's poised, my fault. This series is over for the Timberwolves. You know what I'm saying? It might be over. It might be over. You know what I'm saying? They, they still have a fight in them. But they, they have to play tough through all these series, man. They, they can't let them get in their heads. You know what I'm saying? This is a mental game at this point. And you, you can't just have D. Rose scoring more than some of the starters. You know what I'm saying? Derrick Rose finished with 17 points. You know what I'm saying? Seven from 11. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why he didn't start him. <laughs> well, now, matter of fact, I don't know why they didn't you know, let him play more minutes than he usually do. You know what I'm saying? He had the same amount of rebounds as starters as Gibson and Wiggins combined. Three more points than Wiggins and 15 more than Teague. The Rockets' defense is causing a havoc in the paint, and they keep them at the three, knowing that some of the players can't even shoot there. They always rotate their players for the mismatch, and the Wolves couldn't even capitalize off the mismatches. I expected the Timberwolves to win some games, but this postseason wasn't it looked like it wasn't ready for them. You know, you still have Jimmy Butler. He's still banged up with his injuries, ankle, his wrist. He's still fighting, man. He, he you know, he, he, he's the warrior. You know what I'm saying? He's going to give you everything he has. You know, he's not 100%. You got to respect that. Um, these couple of games, it, it, it wasn't. They only won one game back home. You know what I'm saying? But... Rockets adjusted to that. They adjusted big last night, putting up 50 points. They scored 50 points in one quarter. The second half, they put up 50. They put up 50 points, man. So by that time, if I was the coach, I wouldn't even start the players the rest of the game. Just because of that, it's embarrassing. It really is. 50 points in the in the second in the second half. You know what I'm saying? This, they put up 50 points in the first half, right? They put up 50 points. The next half, they put up 50 in the quarter. So, the Timberwolves, it looked like they could be done with that type of, that type of cause. Like right there, that proves to me like, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hard for them to come back with, on this series with them playing like this. But, man, we we, we got to talk about these Bucks and Celtics, man. The, one of the best series to look at. Uh, of course, you got the Cavs still. Everybody still want the Cavs to fail. <laughs> but um, I think people underestimate Chris Middleton, man. I don't think people know who Chris Middleton is. Uh, that's that. I really I mess with him. Man. I, that's, you know, the size he has and the ability to shoot the ball and still drives. He he's um he's a type of player that you should always 
game plan for. He's going to give you 25 plus. He's going to give you almost 30. He's going to throw some couple assists in there, but he that that's one of the go-to scores for the Bucks right now. And you also have Yanis. But um, the Bucks they're doing pretty good right now for themselves. Especially when they came back and they won two games home. I expected that. Both teams won games at they at their back at home. So we we don't really know how far they can go without winning any road games. I said no team has won any road games this series. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, these two has been, you know, Jason Tatum, he's, he, he's been um, surprising me. Not surprising me, but let me say this, but, you know, he, he overachieved some expectations. Not overachieved to the fullest. But, see, you know, he's still keeping his composure as being a leader, being one of the leaders for the offense, even though he's been a rookie. You know what I'm saying? As I expected, this team was going to be it's going to be trouble to be in. You know what I'm saying? Because you have Yanis. You also had Eric Blesso, Chris Middleton, uh, Jabari Parker, John Henson, even though he's been out in the benches still. I, I like the benches too. But without Henson, with Tyler Zeta, um, he would draw the start again. However, he was throwing maker. Now, when I get into these players that has been impacting this game, but just because the coach made the right call, well, he shouldn't have been had made the right call to give them more minutes. It had changed the whole game for them. And I think just because of this, the bus came with a series. You know what I'm saying? Doing Maker, he pulled through game three, having arguably the best outing of his career. Jabari Parker, my man Deli. They they both made impacts two games straight. When seven to one maker, who's in his second season, is on the court in the past two games, the Bucks score over 131 points, and they allow 103 points per 100 possessions. You know what I'm saying? He's not scoring a ton, but he also has space to flow out, and he can shoot too on the on the perimeter. You know what I'm saying? So they have a nice, they got a nice big man. You know what I'm saying? I, I mess with him. I've been paying attention to him the whole season. I ain't get to know him that much, but this season I'm paying attention to him, man. Yeah, man, he held space up for He can rebound, protect the rim. Ten blocks in the past two games. You know what I'm saying? He's a he's a he's a difference maker. So when when Parker, when Jabari Parker is added in the rotation, Milwaukee scored 128 points and allowed 96 per hundred possessions. You know what I'm saying? Daladova, he's been impacting too. You know, especially with his aggressiveness on defense. He always has that attack mentality. You know what I'm saying? That's why I wish we would have kept him on the Cavs. But 
we got some. I had I had some news yesterday that Marcus Smart he would get that torn UCL and his thumb checked out in New York on Tuesday. Today, my fault before Game Five, and he could be cleared and available for Thursday. So, if Marcus Smart is healthy, 75, 85, you know what I'm saying? If he's if he able to come back and he's able to ball out for him, the Bucks might have a problem. You know what I'm saying? Because Marcus Smart, he, he sets a different tone for him. You know what I'm saying? I remember the Celtics, was they was developing as a team when Marcus Smart had got drafted to him. You know what I'm saying? So, I think the series could change when he had come when he when he can come back, but I expect the Bucks they still keep that composure they have. They um keep locking up Terry Rozier and Al Horford and and let them get the points off of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. You know what I'm saying because that's their best bet. So I'm getting to the Cavs and Pacers right quick. Looks. Game one, I was like, <laughs> when I first saw it, uh, I already talked about game one in my last podcast episode, but it was still a shocker because I didn't know they was going to come out like that. I didn't know Cleveland was going to come out like that, letting them score 30 points just like that in the first quarter. But game two is what I expected, of course, what everybody expected. The LeBron's gonna, you know, first game he had triple double. Second game he's gonna do something just to keep this team in 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 the playoff condition. He wants them to, for they can go all the way to the finals. You know what I'm saying he put up 46, but the team is as itself still couldn't come together on the defensive side because they only won by three points. LeBron scored half of their points. You know what I'm saying? And they only still won by three. So the defense, they need better defense. Third quarter's all season been affecting the Cavs. And the playoffs so far. With me, I feel like they have objectives of keeping the three-point shooters open. Like, this is just crazy. In the last game, we came by a close one, but it couldn't have been a whole different way if they just know what to do. You know what I'm saying? Miles Turner should have never kept making them threes like that. I'm mean, saying this all, all playoffs that the Cavs let these type of players like Bondadovich go over 15, or Victor Oladipo get 30. Daniel Collison, you know, so he's a great three-point shooter. He was the best three-point shooter in the league this season. So you keep them players off the three-point line, or just guard them because they're gonna stay at the three-point line. They, if they drive, they gonna kick it out. But man, it's, they gotta do better with this defense, man. The series tied two to LeBron's keeping them in this. Usually I don't be saying this, but sometimes I be saying this, but you know, LeBron's gonna have to do it all for them this time, man. Cause he the the help right now is slacking a little bit. Kevin Love, 
he still I still haven't song I still haven't seen any twenty points game for him so far. Yeah, so I know it's early, but you got you have to put that put the, put the nervousness away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you have Kevin Love scoring twenty, if you if you a Cleveland fan, you should be worried if Kevin Love not putting up twenty points almost every series. Cause Jeff Green, he's not going. He's not going to do everything. He's he's not a shooter like that. You know what I'm saying. So you still have Jr. Cal Culver. These these players, they Ty Ty. He he having trouble with the rotations again. Um, he's 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 making it up. The last two games, he's been doing great with the rotations. Adding Kyle Culver to the lineup, it was it was a big it was a big plus because he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna score for you. You know what I'm saying? He's getting comfortable shooting off the dribble. My fault is shooting off the pick and roll because LeBron gonna set him up. And when you have when you have Kyle Culver shooting as much as you know shooting as much LeBron giving the ball, that can drive the off the defense towards keeping him out of the game. Give him more chances for LeBron, cause everybody defense going to be stopping. It's going to have mentality to stop LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Cause everybody else going to be at the three. Somebody's going to be at the three. So if LeBron keeps everybody in attack mode, if er no, if everybody keep themselves in attack mode, you know what I'm saying? Have that mentality of don't let nobody in your head at this certain time. And just be healthy, man. They can pull through this series. Because I well, I knew I came when they had came to the series, I knew it was gonna be tough for them. I ain't I ain't, I ain't said it was gonna sweep them because Pacers noticed the Pacers was fifth. They was fifth seed. So they were they were some of the top teams in, in this conference. So I I was gonna, I was gonna say any other typical NBA fan, oh the Cavs are supposed to sweep the Pacers. You know what I'm saying Pacers are not no mediocre team. You know what I'm saying so, especially with this type of new, new roster the Cleveland have, you know they've been going switching back and forth throughout the whole season. We couldn't find any type of, you know, rhythm. Until the playoffs come started, so it was gonna be hard for us. The series is still tied. You know what I'm saying? We still have more work to do. But I'm going to get into the Jazz and the Wizards right quick. Jazz is looking to upset this damn OKC man. Both teams are great to see this year playoffs atmosphere. It can be more intriguing to watch a comeback. Jazz just won last night with Donovan Mitchell leading with 33 points, setting new franchise records, putting the lead at risk for OKC. But I'm not counting this team out, you know what I'm saying? Because it's still a star power team that been at this position. I know it was different from last year, but some of these players, they've been in this position. 
You know what I'm saying? They play Rockets when they start developing team. But, okay, still at that time, they didn't have no other type of stars when Westbrook and Steven Adams. So it was a one-and-done deal. But I still think they have what it takes to come back. But they had to keep it. They had, they had to cool out with the filing. You know? There's some, some refs, I'm not going to get them wrong. Don't let me get me wrong. Some refs are calling anything calls, man. These calls are just anything. You know what I'm saying? The Thunder offense was clicking nicely. And they put up 30 points in the first quarter. OKC maintained control through the early stages of the second quarter. But Jazz managed to keep that margin not too far apart. The momentum changed when Westbrook picked up his third foul. And he, and he think it's not a foul. You know what I'm saying? So if he think it's not a foul, then he got two more before that one. He had missed it. You know what I'm saying? He missed he fouled another two. But the third one, man, that put them at the risk of not, like, completing this game as they wanted to. So despite the foul, he will remain in the game. The Thunder defense began slowly loose intensity, and Mitchell and Rudy began to take advantage of that. They, they found easy buckets around the rim. The aggressiveness from both teams was there in the second half, where OKC couldn't generate enough offense to keep them in this game. Despite PG 32 and Brody 23 and 14, but by Melo, but he still couldn't knock down them shots. The Thunder bench scored 18 points alone. You know what I'm saying? So this this gonna be a problem for them. If they can't score better than the Giants bench. You know what I'm saying? So this is a tough season. This is a tough series for them to call it quits when you have veterans who've been in the position before. So y'all stick around for game five for Wednesday. I'm going to the Wiz and Raptors right quick. One of my best series that I love to see. Especially when I see my man John Wall balling like this. Everyone need to pay attention to the series as well. You know what I'm saying? Both teams play great and dominate every playoff game this series. When this series, when this series started, I had Raptors being DC. I still do. But it doesn't mean Wizards not going to bring no W's that way. You know what I'm saying? The series is tied up and they ready for game seven. They, 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 they ready for game seven. You know what I'm saying? John Wall is averaging 26, 13, four rebounds and two, almost three steals against the Raptors. In fact, he's been the most consistent offense generator so far this postseason, according to the LS Sports Bureau. With his scoring and distributing, he has created 57 points per game. That is four more points than LeBron and the other top five like James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Ben Simmons. No, they trail wall by double figures. Right now, John Wall is proving to the Wizards that you know, they can't win if he's not playing. You know what I'm saying? Wall's been balling for DC in the playoffs consistently for two to three postings this time. He be playing with MVP numbers, like, you know what I'm saying? Bradley Bill, he can still pull up all-star numbers, but he still need to be consistent to keep D.C. in the playoffs. 
Last game, he got fired out four minutes left in the fourth. And from that and from that point on, the top point guard in this league, one of the top point guards in this league, he took matters in his own hands, man. From that point on, they was tied at 92. And Ward had eight points and assists during that game, closing for 14-6 run. You know what I'm saying? So, so when he hit that base jumper, that baseline jumper, but 58 seconds left, you know, it, it, it gave him it gave him a W. So y'all watch out for these two series as well. These series gonna especially the Rockets and Thunder. I'm, I'm waiting for them to see what they can do. Cause if the Thunder lose the next game they play, <laughs> oh man, all seasons gonna be it's gonna be hell for them. But yeah, man, y'all get ready for all these games coming up this week. Game five on Wednesday for the Wizards and Raptors. If you pay attention to that game, and um, like I said, if you want to win some money, just go on my social media, Real Diddle zero six eighteen. That's my Twitter account. If you click the if you click in the link in my bio, there's a Thrive Fantasy app. You know what I'm saying that's my sponsorship right there. So if you come back. To the come back, keep coming back every day during the app. You can get money, man. Just deposit how much money you can. It don't really matter. There's some there's some games you can get in there for free, some entries, and you can win some money. You know what I'm saying if you a sports junkie, man, you know your stuff. You can win some money. So just go on my Twitter page, like I said. The Twitter Twitter name is Real Deal. Zero six eighteen. And y'all stay tuned.